0: Hello, and welcome to the Conscious Conversations podcast, a place where spirituality is made practical. My name is Karina Gutierrez, and I'll be your guide, your host, and your new virtual friend throughout each and every show. Let's dive right in. Hello. On this episode, you're going to understand why you self-sabotage your ability to tap into self-love, how that relates to limiting beliefs, and how to rewrite those limiting beliefs with affirmations. Affirmations were my very first tool for accessing self-love 10 years ago and I have used them ever since. I feel like they have a bad rep in the field of personal development where they're looked at kind of like frivolously and that they're not really powerful, but they really, really are. So you're gonna wanna take notes during this episode. So we're gonna start off with an analogy. If you've ever worked with me one-on-one, you know that I am just full of analogies. It's the way that I see the world. The analogy is that you're a computer. Your human body is a computer. My friend, you are a walking computer. So your computer has a software, and that software is comprised of all of your thoughts, who you think you are, your identity, all of your feelings, absolutely everything. And some of us go lifetimes, years, without updating our software. So our software might have maladaptive things like beliefs that people are never there to support me, I'm all alone, I'm an anxious person, I hate myself, self-love, what is that? I don't know what that is, that doesn't belong in my body. You know, these are just thoughts that are part of a software. And if you don't update that software, it's gonna continue to run that way forever. So no matter how hard you try to change X thing about yourself, If you have a software that's quite literally saying the opposite, it's gonna be really hard to change. And this is known as accessing the subconscious. So where did we learn this software? Where did our subconscious learn XYZ thing that now actually inhibits us quite a bit in life? Let me tell you. Before the age of seven, your brain was in a state of theta. So the brain has different wavelengths. We have beta, which is when you're alert, Then we have alpha, which is the very slight level of trance. You actually access alpha when you're scrolling on Instagram or when you're really focused on something, you're kind of in this like little trance. Then we have theta, which is a state of hypnosis. If you've ever done a sound bath session with me or a Reiki session, you definitely access theta, which is a state where you're just very open your prefrontal cortex, which is the decision-making part of the brain, isn't as active during this state, and you're basically like a sponge picking up literally anything and everything. And then after theta, we have delta, which is sleep. So in theta, before the age of seven, you're primarily in theta, which means that you're primarily pretty susceptible. Things become imprinted onto you really, 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 really easily. So let's say that you grew up with parents who didn't really give you a lot of validation, a lot of love. Maybe at that point in time as a kid, You developed a belief that said, I'm not lovable. I'm not seen. I'm not worthy of being seen. Or maybe you saw your parents struggle really hard with money, and then you adopted a belief that said, money is hard to get. I don't want that thing. I don't want money. Look at the way my mom and dad fight about money. I don't want any part in that. Or maybe you were told that your stick figure drawing in the first grade wasn't good enough, and then you developed a belief that said, I'm not good enough. Teacher Anne didn't recognize my artwork. My art isn't worthy of being seen, whatever it is. Notice how I'm giving you really, really small, simple examples. It doesn't have to be this egregious, capital T trauma thing that happened in life. Sometimes it's really, really small. So to bring it back, a lot of these programs that run our life are actually things that we adopted in childhood because our brain was in this state of theta, because we were just a sponge opening up to the world, trying to learn and taking in information from everyone. We didn't have the discernment. We didn't know, we didn't have the distinctions. We just didn't know, we just took it in. So no matter how hard you try to make money or try to be seen or try to feel loved, there's something that's pushing against that. I'll give you a personal example. When I was in elementary school, I was a super, super goody two-shoes type of kid, straight A's, super organized, student of the month energy, and, you know, sharpened pencils and whatnot. And my brother, on the other hand, was a rebel. He didn't really try in school, didn't like school. (laughs) He wouldn't really get the best grades, not because he was dumb, but he hated the system. For more context on my brother, Omar, he actually dropped out of college to start a company because he didn't like the system. It wasn't for him. So, anyway, needless to say, Omar was pretty problematic, and my parents gave him a lot of attention because of that, because he needed it, because he was struggling and I wasn't. So, no matter how good my grades were, my parents didn't really give me a lot of recognition or attention because they were really focused on Omar, because Omar needed help. So, I'll never forget when they didn't come to one of my graduations for student of the month or whatever thing that I was getting, some award, and they didn't come. And I remember developing a thought that said no matter how hard I try, I'll never receive love. And then I had all of these relationships, you know, when I got older, relationships that I had that same belief that no matter how hard I tried, I would never receive love. So why even try to date? So I hope this example helps you see that these limiting beliefs can actually spread into different domains of your life, career, relationships, friendships, et cetera. These little pesky limiting beliefs, we gotta get them. So that's what we're gonna do. So I want you to take a moment now And just think about what your limiting beliefs could be. What did you grow up with that is now your belief system? Because a belief system is just a thought that you keep thinking. A thought becomes a belief that then becomes a part of your identity if you believe it strong enough. (laughs) So what did you hear your caregivers say that you're now living out? Get vulnerable with yourself. What beliefs are no longer serving you? If you can, write those thoughts down on a piece of paper or on your phone if you're not driving and just sit with that. And I'll give you some examples that I see with clients all the time. And that is, I'm not worthy of love. I don't fit in. I'm not good enough. Money is hard to get. People with money are bad people. I can't trust Anyone, these are just some examples, but I want you to write them down and just sit with them. Nothing to do with them right now. So at this point, most people, if you're writing them down or at least thinking about them, most people are thinking, all right, well in this case I'm screwed because I had a shitty upbringing. I have all these limiting beliefs. I don't even know what to do with this. And I get it, cause I've been there. So there's two steps to actually rewiring these limiting beliefs. And the first is to understand neuroplasticity. And the second is the affirmation technique that we're gonna be using. So, neuroplasticity is the ability of the brain to reorganize synaptic connections in response to learning something new. Let me break that down for you. Your brain has neurons, and these neurons, when you have a thought, they fire together. The more that they fire together, they then begin to wire together. So, your limiting beliefs, let's say one of them was, I'm not worthy of love, that's just a bunch of neurons that continuously fire together, that have now wired together, and now have created a synaptic connection. That's all that's happening in the brain. It's a pattern, it's a loop. This is just the product of you telling yourself the same thing consciously or subconsciously every single day. That's all that it is, okay? So when we look at it objectively like that, it's a bit easier because it's like, oh, it's not that I'm a shitty person. It's just that my neurons have wired together, okay? Now let's take that limiting belief and write the opposite of that. So if you wrote, I'm unworthy of love, then you would write, I'm worthy of receiving love. I'm worthy of embodying love because I am love. Whatever it is, but you're going to take the limiting belief and write the opposite. So that becomes your affirmation. So I'm going to give you a few examples, again, of things that I've seen in the past. One, I'm all alone, becomes I'm surrounded by love and support. Another one is I have to do everything myself. The affirmation for that becomes it's easy to ask for support and allow myself to receive it. And listen, when you write down these affirmations, so the opposite of the limiting belief, there is a part of you that's going to heavily resist it, and that is your wounded inner child. Your wounded inner child is going to say, um, excuse me, that is a new thought that I have not practiced, and therefore I don't feel comfortable with it because, hello, we got all these neurons firing together, and what you're trying to bring in goes against everything that we believe to be true, so your request has been denied. Thank you. Goodbye. There's a part of you that literally can be that sassy, and that is okay. There is a lesson in the resistance. There is a lesson in the discomfort that might come up during the exercise. It's not going to be easy. So take all of those affirmations that we now have, the positives that you wrote down, and put them somewhere that you can see every single day, whether it's the bathroom mirror, that's my personal favorite, or by your bedside, wherever it is, I just want you to see it every single day and I want you to say it in the mirror every single day. Yes, you're gonna look like a crazy person, but you're gonna look at yourself in the mirror and you're gonna recite these affirmations. And when you do it, notice your body language. Pull up your chin, straighten your back, Rest your shoulders down your spine, create spaciousness in the body because there's a part of you that's going to want to constrict. And again, just notice how it feels. I want to make it very clear that there are so many ways to rewrite limiting beliefs. And today, this is just about the technique of affirmations. But there are a lot of other ways, okay? There's a lot of other ways to start to rewrite. But this is the easiest. Honestly, I think it's the easiest thing. Well, I'm biased because it's the first thing that I used when I was on my self love journey, when I was trying to love myself. (laughs) And now I'm a obsessed with myself. So I hope that you become obsessed with yourself as well. So let's recap it here. Number one, you're a walking program. Update your software or it's going to run your life. No matter how hard you try to change your identity, if you don't access your limiting beliefs, you're going to fall short. Number two, your brain has the ability to adopt a new way of thinking, period. You are not a product of your past. Neuroplasticity is your friend. So let's start to create new neurological synaptic connections in your brain. Number three, if you feel ready to unlock all of your limiting software programs and start creating a new life for yourself, reach out to me for availability into my one-on-one mentorship program called Mindset Rewiring Program. It is a proven method of evidence-based therapeutic techniques, strategic intervention coaching, and holistic healing to completely transform who you are, how you show up in the world, and I promise you that it'll completely change your life. So I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Send this to someone who is on a self-love journey and have fun with your new affirmations. I promise you they are going to change the way that you think about yourself if you actually put some effort into it intention into it and give it time, give it patience. You got this. Sending you a hug. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, there's one super special way that you can give back and that is by liking and leaving a review. This is how the algorithm gets the message to spread the show and together we can help people find healing one podcast episode at a time. You can find me on social media at strategic soul or on my website at www.mystrategicsoul.com. I am looking forward to hearing from you, sharing space with you and being on this path together. Ciao.